Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. We're going cosmopolitan, so we've gone to Canada for a start, and now we're going to go to one of the um, the Aussiest blokes of all time, legend of the sport. Man, we don't hear from a hell of a lot, but when we do, everybody listens. How are you, Clayton Tonkin? There you go, mate. I'm very well now. You, you've you've kind of got this um, mythical. You're, you're a mythical figure within the industry. I, I hear things about you. It's like you know, you're six foot ten, um, strong as an ox, and all <laughs> the rest of it. And a couple of things we hear. I know breeding in particular. Breeding yourself is not something that I that I think you're totally uh, wildly passionate about. But I've heard stories about, you know, staying up for hours and hours and hours looking at bloodlines before you go to the sales, trying to find the right crosses and all the rest. And we know, like everybody talks about, your unbelievable eye when you go to the sales. I'll try to get you to explain what that's all about in a moment. But is it true that you put these incredible hours into into finding what you believe could be your next champion? Yeah, well, you know yourself. It's um, you know it, it's your future. You know, so the biggest thing is it's it's a massive, massively important part of you know um, our success. Where each year we just um, we keep producing good young horses, and uh, there's no uh, I don't I don't think it's luck. You know, it's it's just one of those things where you put your time and effort into uh, resourcing the right horses for the the next season each 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 time and uh you know it pays dividends you know all the hard work you, you go before you get to the sales and uh you know you get the right stock now i reckon deep down you are a well i know you are a passionate guy but there's a pragmatic nature to to doing these bloodlines and everything where you just step away from it and go i'll tell you what we'll just go to whoever works the best but then i feel like you and emma have had incredible success with two or three stallions in particular do you get a little bit addicted and a little bit passionate and like, I just love those stallions and we're going to work to try and get the art majors, the sun beaches, this kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, you know, don't get me wrong. I still, I still like to look um, at the individual of horses and all that sort of stuff. But um, when you've had a lot of good horses, uh, like art majors and uh, sun beaches and, you know, um, you know, we've had a fair few good betters and all that sort of stuff. So it's just, you know, I'm sure it attracts you a little bit more closely to them um, if the individuals that um, everything you want. Um, but you, you know yourself, you, when you look at some of them stallions, you know they've got faults in them in, in themselves. But you just uh, you look at it and you say, "Oh, can we work with them sort of faults?" Because you know we've had a lot of good art majors, and uh, they probably haven't been the best conf- had the best confirmation and lots of stuff. So their long jeopardy of racing, um, you know, you've got to weigh that up as well. I'll tell you one thing that um, I think most people would have noticed that follow your horses, you and Emma, is that I'm not saying there's no sort of mid-sized horses, but there's a lot of small nuggety ones that are unbelievable when they're young. 
Uh, and I think you've even pissed Labby as being a really small horse. And then you've got big big buggers like uh, Major Secret and Honolulu Bay and all the rest of it. I'm assuming as you go into the research and all the rest of it, there's one of them right now just having a good time. Um, huh. But really, at the end of the day, you're just looking for – you're not looking for something absolutely specific, just what you like. Yeah, and you, and the biggest thing is what you, you're trying to do is buy to the market of your owners as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I remember when I uh, I had all the fake left horses, like Safari, Robin Hood, all them sort of horses. They were big, massive, like, you know, about 16, 16 three hands. And they were always going to take a little bit more time. And the owners were happy just to take the time. Safari is a good young horse, but Robin Hood needed a bit more time. Mm. And... Um, you know, and then you'll get other people where, you know, you'll say to them, you know, like we bought Bonavista Bay. He was a rustler, Hanover. He was always going to take time. Yeah. Um, um, but then you'll you'll get other people um, that want to buy up and going horses. Like they say, we want two year old types because there's good money in two and three year olds, um, and they want you to specifically buy, you know, a little bit smaller horse where you know, up and running families and. Uh, you know, we try to we try to cater for everyone, sort of thing like that. Yeah, and one of the, one of the big things, you know, one of the themes of today, day two of Breeders' Week, Clayton is talking about um, the emergence of the Colonial Stallion, and I think a couple of times, particularly anyone who's been down to the stalls at Tabcourt Park a couple of times, uh, where <laughs> uh, a couple of your big stallions have been having a real good time, a party back there, uh, they wonder why why you uh, why do you put yourself through it? But I feel like intentionally or unintentionally, you've been a massive supporter and foundational force in terms of pushing the colonial stallion and hopefully now we're on the precipice of that paying proper dividends yeah well you know yourself like um we've always had uh, you know these good import stallions and all that sort of stuff and that with all these good records and uh, fast times but you know yourself uh the way our horses um you know and not just ours like other people's horses have like Chartin and all them sort of horses have gone over to America and they've actually dominated in their age group. And you say to yourself, why couldn't that be our horses? Like you see horses like Ride High and Poster Boy and, and all them sort of horses with really, you know, really good records where they've they've raced the best horses and um, run good times and all that sort of stuff. But in, it's not to say they couldn't have done that in the States and, and come back out here um, and really... You know, they would be a lot more sought after being imported stallions. Like, just they get a bit more of a boom sort of thing. Where um, their records, uh, they speak for themselves. So, you know, I'm sure we're on the cusp of, um, you know, seeing some of these, you know, really good horses turn into, you know, good stallions because we we need it. You know, we, uh, you know, some of these older stallions like Better's Delight, Art Major, and lots of stuff. You know, the, you know they're getting at the end of their sort of their age bracket. You know, you, you, it's a, like I said to uh, Greg Engel a moment ago. Like it's a mindset thing, isn't it? You even look back to Safari. Now, if Safari had gotten more better mares. You wonder what he could have done. I, you know, I'm thinking of Berisari and the like, and and the ones now. I know there's a commercial aspect to it, and you're looking after owners and uh, and breeders that own. But you must have a fair bit of pride as well because. You know that, or you've got a very good idea that horses like Ride High and Poster Boy are going to make a really significant splash at start, and that that's got to give you and Emma pride to be part of that as well. And I think by doing it, 
you've half forced HRV into into running something like the Vic Bread Pure Scheme, which is going to reward these um, progeny of these kind of horses. Yeah, for sure. You know yourself, like some of these stallions don't get, um, you know, the top quality mares and, you know, because they're a little bit cheaper, um, they get the lesser class mares and, 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 you know, that's just the way it is. But like, I know that we've had a, you know, we always try to get one, um, you know, of one of the progeny and just see, you know, um, how they measure up. Like we bought a Bill and Am, um, had a Yankee rock stone, we bought it off him, uh, mm. a horse called Rock Artist, and uh, he, he's a lovely horse. Like he, he, you know, and he, he's another stallion that uh, seems like he's going to do a good job. Like we've only had one of them, and uh, he's turned out turned out a real nice horse. And even a horse like Restrepo got hardly any mares. Yeah. You see that relentless mane. Yeah. Um. You know, she she she's a high quality filly. You know, she uh, you know, we we race against her, and uh, you know, she turns up every week, and uh, you know, she's always a hard horse to beat. They were the ones that uh, had to set the tone, basically. So they, they didn't get the opportunities, but now these horses will, as a result of those horses, I reckon. Two very quick questions before I let you go, Clayton. One is, are there any first-season stallions or um, very young ones that you've already got your eye on and you think they're going to be they're going to be good and you're going to be looking for those horses at the sales? Um, I, personally, I, I know I'm a little bit biased in that, but I, I, I personally think the poster boy yeah, and right yeah. are going to do a great job. I... Like you see, um, both them horses are great individuals and that, and you see that uh, like Poster Boy, you know, being by Sun Beach and that, um, down by the seaside, Huntsville, all the, all of them uh, have done a great job, um, you know, and they're all offsprings of, uh, you know, that Sun Beach line. So you know, he, he's sort of, he's one that you know, he's out of an arts place mare, and you say to yourself. You know, he's bred in the purple. Um, you can't see why he wouldn't be, uh, you know, he wouldn't do a great job at stud. We can keep talking about this for another two hours. I could happily do it, but the buzz is beating us. Uh, Clayton, very much appreciate your time, mate. You're a legend, and uh, look forward to catching up very soon. Thanks, brother.